Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Scarlett. Welcome back, guys. You're listening to Style Over Substance. We're just two friends talking about our experiences working inside the fashion industry and also our observations from outside the fashion industry. It's sometimes serious, but it's definitely always a good laugh. Always. We release new episodes every Tuesday. So subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platforms. Mm, barely. <laughs> um, oh my god, I've had such yeah. a weird day. Um, it's just been like a day of so many. It's it's felt like a long day. Let's be honest. It's mm-hmm. felt like a really long day. Yeah, I know what you mean. I feel like I've crammed a lot in today. Mm. Not really through any choice of my own. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. I survived it. Oh um, my god. Yeah. What's your fashion story? (laughs) (laughs) So my fashion story is um, Pixie Lot. I don't know what level of celeb we'd call her. Wow. I can't believe we've even brought her up. (laughs) No, so I'm saying this because... Because she got married. Really? And she wore such a beautiful Sharapelli, Scarapelli? Scarparelli. Scarparelli dress. Wow. Um, it was like the really like quintessential silhouette. It was like beaded. And then it had like a skin that like looked like her. she was like glistening and like pearls. Um, she got married at Ely Cathedral. Ely? Oh, takes me back to my childhood. So listeners, you're not going to get this context. But (laughs) when we were kids, Ely was on page 15 of our textbook. And that was just a weird in-joke with um, our class. Anyway, our geography teacher thought that she could teach us every principle of geography. Page 15. Referencing this one page. It was somehow (laughs) like Ely in you know, the east of England could demonstrate rock formation and demographic changes and <laughs> and um, how to recognise a church and <laughs> religion and like everything you could think of to do with geography. Some page 15. You know, yeah, Ely on page 15 could demonstrate it for us, but... <laughs> yeah. But so more of my point with pixie lot is i follow her on instagram and today she was revealing the details of her dress okay so i'm i'm on her page yep um and she looks great she's a beautiful girl obviously and she's got a great figure so her dress had like this skin sort of embellished detail that she had but then Mm. that could be taken Mm. off and then it had like a 4.5 meter train and that could be taken off massive had like dramatic cathedral look and then she took it off for like different parts of the evening and whatever and I just thought you know what like you've obviously got money you you're in fashion you could have easily had multiple dresses and I just thought like the fact that she sort of had the same dress and just kind of taken different elements off throughout the night and just kept one dress 
Mm-hmm. I think that speaks volumes for a like the way that the where we are right now in this world of not trying to be too wasteful and mm-hmm. all of that. But she was really celebrating the couture aspect of like 650 hours were spent on making her dress. Mm. And like, of course, then you should wear that the whole night. And I think she would joke she even slept in it. If I have the privilege of wearing a dress that's got that many hours into it, Mm. I'm not changing for the evening and, you know. And so I just think it's a really cool thing that I think hopefully we're going to start seeing more of this that, you, do, you can just change dresses like you can just take parts off of it you can like you know whatever yeah I mean I want us to be careful in to avoid praising celebrities for things normal people do all the time oh, like for sure wearing for sure. Wonder- I'm, no yeah. one's like I haven't seen headlines yet I was like oh my god she's like being so eco-conscious but it's just <laughs> nice to see because you just often do see people just with like five dresses yeah that is yeah. true if you want to do that, that's fine. But like you said, so my sister-in-law had a strapless dress and then she had like a beautiful beaded top over over the top so that she could then sort of take that off and then make it strapless if she wanted. Mm-hmm. And a similar sort of vibe that it just, it was just nice to see that it wasn't too. Yeah, I definitely think we have been moving towards you know Jane blogs having multiple dresses multiple occasions Mm. we've spoken a lot about weddings on this podcast and there's always like a run-up event a a post-nuptials party this and that multiple dresses multiple events multiple looks and it is getting a little bit excessive um well that's the thing right is that we try and emulate what we see celebs do like we're just regular folk we just and sometimes it's a cultural that. thing. Sometimes some cultures have more elaborate yeah. um, wedding festivities. So it allows yourself, it lends itself to you having multiple dresses. But you're right. Like, it is nice to just see sometimes someone who's really thought about their dress and mm. then committing to it the whole night. I will say that it's a real flex, the fact that she has proper haute couture dress and not a bespoke custom dress because there's a difference yeah there's a difference most people have a bespoke dress like you know you or it's off the rack and then it's tailored to mm. you if you're lucky you enough, had sketches done and as we've mentioned before like you have to be kind of part of this group of designers and uh like couturiers or whatever you have to be part of this group of institutions that say yeah we give you the stamp of haute couture not everyone who makes bespoke dresses can call themselves haute couture Mm. I didn't know pixie lot was at that level she's definitely like being on the fashion scene I think it helps that she's got a model boyfriend who's kind of on that scene oh really yeah how do you not know anything about her her boyfriend like they've been together for ages Scarlett do you think I follow Pixie Lot? no but I thought you'd have at least have a bit of an idea oh I do no I do um, so yeah she uh he you would recognize him he's like a very famous male model um and so I think that sort of helped and she sort of shifted from music career into probably being a bit of a fashion girl and all of that stuff mm-hmm. do you recognize him uh no you will he's done so many like underwear bits and... <clears throat> well, that's where you know him from <laughs> um, i mean she looks gorgeous <laughs> he's he's clearly a looker hmm. um, i have to say i do think that second skin is stunning hmm. the dress is beautiful i mean but, like she... it was all like she's she's an attract like everything whatever she put on she would have looked good to be honest but yeah yeah very minimal makeup as well don't you think very minimal makeup Mm. borderline like bare-faced yeah you think i I might be wrong but yeah but like i'm not gonna i don't know i don't know what i'll do as my dad likes to say he's calling you're not getting married so who knows um (laughs) But when I was younger, I definitely drew two dresses 
Like mm. when I used to design clothes and design my wedding dresses, I had two dresses. Granted, one was white and one was red. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've discussed this. The burgundy uh, red is very 90s wedding. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's probably not the vibe I'm going for now. Um, mm. But I do love the I love the idea of changing dresses and changing to something different purely from like a fashion pro- like point of view. I love mm-hmm. the idea of just having multiple options. And I think it must be really difficult to decide on a silhouette and on a like a style. I I hope I'm not the girl with a few dresses, but I might be. Uh, you probably will be. Or you do the like um the hen do, you go for a look. Not like a shit look, not like just I'm just gonna wear white, but you go for like a proper look and you count that as one of your wedding looks. Mm, or if I had like if I got married abroad and have to legally do it here, like I think you just gotta have a few occasions to get that bridal thing out of your sister. <laughs> like I've seen some yeah. people I, that I follow and they're like in the run up, they just wear white on their honeymoon, they're wearing white, and you're just like yeah. you you yeah. have you've had your moment now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's your fashion story um well one is not really a fashion story but the other one more is um I think I've decided that I have reached maximum capacity when it comes to my clothes in the bedroom I don't have any other space <laughs> honestly my drawers are full and it's shameful because I know in my soul it's not stopping here <laughs> I'm going to continue to buy clothes. Um, I have a jumpsuit in mind that I want to get, but then I think about my drawers and I'm like, where am I going to put it? Mm. So um, I did pull out some jumpers because I think now I am coming to terms with the fact that it's summer. Mm. I know it's June. Yeah. But I wasn't. We could put a few away, hopefully. I wasn't all in. I wasn't convinced that this the heat was waves summer. on its way. I think we can part with a few things. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'll just put them in a vac pack for now. That's what I've got. So the vac pack is on the floor. I put some jumpers in there. Um, so but it's hard though, a- isn't it? Because actually, some clothes are universal for both seasons. I have enough jackets and blazers and stuff. I don't think I need a jumper per se. And yeah, I mean, it is at that, we're at that sort of temperature where if you put anything that's slightly too thick, you're going to kind of regret it. Regret it. As soon as you um, or, you have to, or you have to walk very slowly so that you don't go straight. <laughs> you know, you're like, let's not exert too much energy. Yeah, let's not stop. get any energy levels up. Oh my God, I love it. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm doing now. Um, oh yeah, I'm embarrassed, but oh well, such is life. You know what? I hear you because I'm about to have a bit more space in my flat. Yes. A bit. One going to be a wardrobe. Huh? One room going to be a wardrobe. Mm, Yep. I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet, (sighs) but I'm also really concerned because I've told myself that I can't expand into this space. What are you going to do with it? Like, oh no, obviously I'm going to, put like spread stuff around like I I don't fit in my room right now I've just got loads of bat like bags of backpack that I want to unpack but just don't have space for and so oh, I will yeah. unpack it once I've got like an additional room but um, I've told myself to like obviously not then like fill both like rooms of wardrobes but of course we, ex- we expand oh, that's not gonna happen <laughs> I'm hoping what I'm more gonna do is make my clothes more like easy to access and see like make it more visually like oh I can see my shoes they're not just all shoved somewhere or like fold things nicely and I'm hoping it's more gonna allow that Mm -hmm. but I'm genuinely concerned (laughs) listen I agree with you I think that being able to see all your clothes more easily helps you utilize your stuff more if you can see it then you're gonna be like oh I haven't, seen, I haven't worn that in a while yeah. let me pull that out let me wear it wear it in a new way or a different way or whatever so I think that's good um but you will also buy more stuff of course and, yeah 
I'm a little bit concerned. I don't want I don't want to create like a showroom. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. You know what? Have you okay, sorry, it's a bit off topic. Um don't you think that walk-in wardrobes in the UK have just become more and more and more popular? Like it's almost people turn become, a spare room into a walk-in wardrobe. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like a staple now. I feel people well, because America when, has them, and that's just built into a house. Mm-hmm. And a hundred percent, I will make my children share a bedroom so I can have. I'm joking to have a walk-in wardrobe. Oh, you pay for that house? Yeah, damn straight. Yeah. But like I would, but also more, like you said, to be able to see my things. Do you know how squashed my stuff is? I just kind of reach for the same stuff because I kind of forget what's in there. I also mm. have like a hundred percent like lost clothes because I've just assumed it's in there and it's not. So where is it? You know? Yeah. Um and also I think it allows you to look after your clothes a bit better rather than like just shoving stuff in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I want a really nice wardrobe. I'm not gonna lie. Same. Same. Um, okay. on to my actual real um fashion story. And that is another collaboration. Now, mm-hmm. I'm actually tired of this particular brand coming out with collaborations. <laughs> I don't know if they it's I don't know if they run out of ideas. I don't know if it's just an easy way to make money. So why not? Because they're in the business of making money. But Gucci, again, has decided it's going to collaborate with Adidas. Have you seen this? I've seen this. I tried to like view the collection and it made me try to download an app and I just gave up. No, 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 no. I, I don't understand this app mania. Do mm. I sound like an old lady? Maybe, but I don't need an app to buy clothes. You just don't want another app on your phone taking up yeah, space. Yeah, but like, I just don't, I just don't need that clogging up space. I don't need I another, another app to have your data. Oh. I just don't, I just don't need it. Let me go on mm. Adidas and just look at it um yeah yeah yeah, I don't I don't get it and it's haven't they done one before I can't even remember to be honest obviously uh I can't even remember I don't even know I thought the recent Gucci well is this not just the recent Gucci collection that had Adidas and maybe it's just finally being available to be sold Mate, I could very well be just late to the party. No, 100%. I think we've seen I've not seen collaboration in a fashion though. show. I think I'm, I'm just clapped out. I'm so, like, not on this planet right now, so I don't know. <laughs> you know what it is? It's that we don't have enough money to go out and buy this shit, like to to buy random collabs and yeah. just like run out and be like, oh yeah, a six hundred pound like jumper mm. sweatshirt. So we're really not gonna like follow it to the degree as if like we had the money and we're waiting for it to drop. I sometimes just look at collections and go, hmm, nice, yeah, nice to have, you know, but. I'm not taking it seriously. So I could have very well seen this collection and just let it wash over me. Mm. I don't know how I feel about this collab. I like the bowling bag, I will say. There's this cute bowling bag, like top handle, very, like, you know, Gucci, very 70s sports bowling bag. And it's got the fabric monogram on both side panels leather down the middle it's got the gucci logo and the adidas logo in white kind of embossed on the on the side i think it's quite a fun cool it's a classic shape it's fun but like the sweatshirts and the jewelry and i just wonder if it's just more that we're oversaturated with quite a lot of gucci stuff Mm. And had this been in a year or two's time, it'd be so much more like, oh, cool. We haven't seen something from Gucci for a while. But the North Face collab is still like on my feed. I still quite like it. Yeah. And I still would rather that. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. 
I so think like, at legit. least let that subside and people almost be like wanting to bid on that on eBay before you create mm. your next collab. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. You're right. But I guess Gucci doesn't benefit directly from the resale market. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. to them, like once it's out there, it's out there. And once those pieces have sold out and they're no longer available in stores, how how can we now capitalize on another collab, another bit of hype? So they must be working not. overtime there. Well, they're not. They're just outsourcing it to other <laughs> schools. <laughs> oh, man. We interrupt this broadcast to say, go follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at Starloves of Substance Pod. There you'll find our weekly fashion topics all the stuff that we discuss in each episode and our polls or reach out to us at style over substance podcast at gmail.com for new suggestions of topic discussions or even to share your own fashion stories we also have a youtube channel style over substance podcast if you'd rather listen to our episodes over there back to the episode yeah so we're going to discuss upcycling Mm. this is sort of inspired by love island has started and disclaimer i actually haven't watched any of it i haven't either and you know what i just don't know if i'm going to I thought I was going to. I know. Discussion, and I, I thought, told yeah. Mim, I was like, Mim, I'm just not feeling it this year. She's like, and the thing that gets me is what you said is that mm. it's such a universal conversation, and that's yeah. why I want to watch it, but I just don't have the time. And I know that sounds really silly. Like I've got enough time to watch other stuff, but I just don't. I just don't think I care. Because Am I that old now? No, 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 no. The thing the is with Love Island is that it comes on every night and you really, you have to watch it when it on, happens. And on the night, yeah. On the night as it happens. Because then you get to enjoy the internet and like Instagram memes and it's just, mm-hmm. it's a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and with all the other programs that we watch, we can just binge it when we're like wash like washing up or cleaning the kitchen or something Mm. you can you know you can fit it around your actual life but I will say on my timeline on Instagram crickets barely I've not seen anything (gasps) see is that because we're not watching it it? or is that because it's not that good like Mark Zuckerberg can tell that we're not watching it this year Um, our cookies yeah cookies are not cooking yeah um but anyway maybe that no one else is watching it yeah yeah I I mean I must say I think I only know well I haven't asked all my friends but I only know of like one person who's actually I think up to date with it um but yeah so basically the the, inspiration is from upcycling because Love Island sponsors are eBay there's like Mm. the pre-loved corner and then on the show's launch, presenter Laura Whitmore recycles her outfit from the previous season's finale. So it was, um, I can't Ooh. think of the designer, but it was like the heart cut out. Maybe it wasn't from the finale, but it was from la- a look from last season. It had like a heart cut out as the, um, the sort of waistcoat. And it was previously full length tailored trousers and she got them shortened into shorts for this season. And I'm it's obviously all on this pre-loved, all of that theme. And I just kind of thought that was, A, obviously very on-brand for Love Island with the whole eBay mm-hmm. upcycling pre-loved vibe. Um, but yeah, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever upcycled something? Yeah, back in the day, you know, when you're a teenager and you're like, I'm going to make my jeans into shorts and I'm going to um, make this denim jacket into a denim waistcoat. Gilet thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're really doing something there. 
Um, I, yeah, throughout my life, I will say that I have tried to upcycle or amend or make changes to clothing. I think more recently I've taken bleach to a few, a few of my items and tried to make um, <laughs> tie dye things. Um, or it's not really upcycling, but I have taken clothes to get like amended, like tailored and stuff yeah. so that it, it works better. It's not upcycling, but no, but if it means otherwise it's going to sit there. Exactly. Uh, yeah. In the broad scheme of, um, using what you already have and, um, making sure that you get full use out of it, then yeah. Um, what about you? I don't know if I have upcycled. I don't think I have. Like, have I cut off like sleeves off of a t-shirt and stuff like that? Yeah. But mm. I still probably would have worn it anyway. It wasn't to kind of make me keep wearing it. Mm. Um yeah, I don't know if I've been as big into upcycling. What I do want to do like I want to go through my wardrobe and sort of think about either like oh can I wear this differently mm-hmm. or um yeah is there a way I can repurpose this but it also then just kind of gets added to that long list of of chores like before I went away one day, one day. I I had like a bunch of stuff where I was like oh like that's got actually like a little hole in it or like that's a, gonna have a hole in it if I'm not careful like it's like coming away a bit and like had this big pile of stuff to mend I just sat there and sort of did it and then I was just like god that was like a long time coming I bet that was like at least two years in the like you know that I was waiting to do a lot of those errands Mm um but no I don't know if I have upcycled fun fact I did once do a work experience with oh my god what's her surname (sighs) impactful I think Orla Castro she was like big into upcycling she used to help and work alongside um Livia Firth when she was still married to Colin Firth Mm -hmm. she was big into the whole like green red carpet wreath Mm -hmm. like repurposing or upcycling dresses for red carpets and basically Orla's like mission statement was using sort of scrap fabric from factories or repurposing garments that are no longer wanted. And that was mm. literally how she would like create clothing. Um, and I'm, I'm actually, we also did a fashion project at university where it had to be zero waste. So we got given a certain amount or meterage of fabric and mm. we had to use all of that to create a shirt. Ooh and like so it's definitely really interesting thinking along those lines of of how you use things and being more conscientious mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um I just haven't put it into practice in my personal life yeah yeah it's it's hard I think that upcycling in recent years to me it kind of was brought to me through like furniture Mm. upcycling to make cushions um upcycling armchairs and things like that um and now into fashion I think that TikTok I mean we're big on TikTok we love it but I think a lot of Gen Z that are very much into charity shop secondhand thrifting all of that kind of lends itself to a resurgence of upcycling and appreciating clothes in a new and different way. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, I don't know if, I don't know if it will become more widespread. I think there's just so much stuff out there that we can buy that upcycling is really for those who love to try their hand at something creative, have a sewing machine have bits of equipment, maybe can knit, can sew, can embroider, and they can bring something fresh to a new garment. But it really does require some skill, you know? Yeah, I don't think it's that accessible yet. One thing I will say, though, is I feel like a lot of people maybe do it in terms of 
like um maybe it's because my sister-in-law and her family love the color black so if they they might buy something but if it doesn't come in black they'll then just do a dylon job and just dye a bunch of stuff black in the wash I love it I've definitely done that before where I've had pairs of black jeans that used to be my uniform I'd wear like black jeans and a top Mm -hmm. and they are all various shades now of gray Mm -hmm. and just re like giving them a new lease of life by dyeing them like black again Mm -hmm. but that's really the only attainable way unless you are good with a needle and thread like even some people don't know how to sew on a button I know mm. this is going to, I feel like such a spinster today, um, or a little, little wench, but that used to get taught when our parents were at school how to sew, well, at least for women. Yeah. Um, whereas like, you don't get taught how to sew on a button. I didn't properly get taught that until I was working in fashion, like mm. the really like proper way to sew on a button. Do I yeah, I now? No. I can sew buttons, but it's like... I'm butchering. Yeah. Like it will stay on, but does it look cute or have I maybe made a bit of a mess doing it? If someone inspected it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, Yeah. But you're right though. Like gender aside, because we also had home economics where we were taught how to cook. And I think that's a universal skill. I think. Well, as we were discussing, yes. (laughs) Stitching is also a universal skill for boys and girls. Yeah, literally the other day, my colleague was on his way to work. His button popped off. Mm -hmm. Like, oh no, there was a loose thread and he pulled it and he basically like then pulled his button off. Mm. And luckily he was trying to work with a female colleague and she helped him sew it on. But I was like, if not, he was just going to go buy a new shirt. He was going to buy a new shirt. Well, on the way, like, because he was too embarrassed to, like, have oh, for the a button open for the work. For the yeah, not like oh, okay. he would fix it in the end, but he just didn't know how to do it. Mm. And, like, not everyone carries, obviously, an emergency sewing kit or anything yeah. like that. But-, but that's the case for a lot of people, though. Like, I think if I didn't like to make things, mm. then I would have never bothered to do those little odd jobs. Um, but yeah, I think that it's a skill that we all need to like genuinely be taught yeah. at school. I think if we are going to be, um, we're going to be, I don't know what's the word, serious about being less wasteful, mm-hmm. because let's, we all have to admit that recycling and all of that is not the way we're going to dig ourselves out of any sort of eco crisis. It really is down to our, our initial consumption if we're going to be serious about reducing waste we have to learn how to fix things and that's not just for fashion but as we talk about fashion it's just like you know I've got a pair of jeans with a hole in it can I sew it up is the hole massive is it really like beyond repair or is it just like a bit Mm. of a nip here and nip there sewing on buttons um just mending all kinds of things for sure and even what comes to mind for me is like when things get moth eaten or like you know just knowing how to darn a hole or close up a hole like I butcher it because I don't really try that hard (laughs) but Mm. just to know that like just because something's got a bit of a rip in it doesn't mean you throw it away or like you know it can be your favorite favorite dress and maybe the armhole's just got a bit of a hole in it but you can you can stitch that back up yeah and actually I will say I've got a few dresses and this one in particular I don't know how I ever wore it before because it's got slits and they're really high and mm. I think maybe because I'm now wearing it to a place of work and I just also think I just feel differently I don't know they mm. feel so high these slits and I've tried to like sew it lower down, mm-hmm. but even where I've sewn it to, I must have sewn so maybe three, four centimeters of this slit, and I still am like, oh, it's quite a lot of leg. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to make it look like I haven't done that because that's so funny I because dress and I have a otherwise. I have a dress slash tunic thing, and it's the complete opposite for me. I bought it years ago. And I've worn it loads since, but it has slits either side of it. 
Um, and for me, this, because I'm sure the slits were too far down. They were too low. So I unpicked yeah. the, the seams all like all the way up and then like just closed up that edge so it didn't fray um, so that I could wear it. Because I know yeah. myself, if it doesn't feel right to me, I'm not going to wear it. And then it's like, you know, however many, how much money down the drain or something. And that's the whole point of upcycling, I think, is it's not like, oh God, you've got to fix this whole, like giant hole necessarily. But if you're not sure about the length of the trouser, maybe pay like four pounds for someone to go hem it and then you're going to mm. wear it again, like properly. Because if we aren't sure, we just don't reach for stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think that's more about it is not creating excuses to not wear the clothes that we have. Because if they're just sat there, it's not yeah. doing anything. Mm. Yeah. Um. I actually got gifted a sewing machine when I was in my teenage years. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's a very Miranda gift. You have it there. I so it's at my parents' house, and I recently asked my mum. I was like, "Oh, is the sewing machine in the garage or is it in the loft?" And I said, "Can you like let me know because I want it." And it's not to do with up. Okay. Yes, this is not really upcycling per se. Um, but if there's one thing I love to buy, that is a black dress, a summer dress that's black, a birthday dress that's black. It's just like, I don't know. I just feel fancy in a black dress. And I was thinking to myself that, you know, those kind of casual summer dresses. I was like, they're simple to make, right? There's someone I follow, follow called Abby on the internet and she started making her own clothes and I watch her videos and I'm like, that's kind of cute. I feel like I want to try learning how to make certain basics so that I don't have to go out and buy them, like buy new ones. Mm. I can just like buy the fabric or kind of, as you say, upcycle fabric that I already have. Um, and so I'm hoping that I can kind of improve my sewing skills. Um. But yeah, that it's still it's <laughs> upcycling is really for the passionate. But I do really like the fact that, um, as you were saying, Love Island presenter, a woman who could literally be gifted and allowed to wear yeah. anything on TV has opted for that. Whereas for you and I, it's probably out of like being more financially responsible, you know, feeling guilty or thinking like I have enough shit in my house. I don't need to add to it for her to and her team to choose to reinvent a look that she's already yeah and you also get borrowed like they borrow new clothes like you don't even have to buy it they can literally lend it to you like it's not even like you have to purchase it like stylists can literally borrow clothes or like whatever and there's so much that you gain out of of that in interaction or in um out of that sort of thing Mm -hmm. because obviously you basically are helping a designer get attention Mm -hmm. so you might even get paid to wear certain things um yeah it's definitely a really conscious effort and I haven't I mean it's a comical thing that Love Island presenters in the UK barely go in the villa so I don't think I've I don't know if there's any other outfits I've even seen of hers yet for the series and if that's going to be a common theme mm-hmm. um and I wouldn't mind betting it will be just if that's sort of the, her setting the tone yeah um I will say that I have thought about celebrities that are always in the public eye we'll just take the Kardashians for an example they're always in the public eye and they seemingly always wearing new things new garments mm-hmm. even if they're reinventing looks like overarching looks it almost seems like everything they wear is fresh out the packet. Fre- you know, f- the tags have been freshly ripped off. And I think to myself, like, even if I were filthy rich, maybe this is just like me having a poor mentality. <laughs> you know, I'm just a normal girl. But if I were that rich, I would still like to re-wear my favorite things. 
not every day just wear something new for the sake of it. I like putting on things that I've worn before. If they're like some of my favorite pieces, of course, some of these you don't care about so much. Um, So for her as a presenter who doesn't need to be re-wearing looks, you really have to love the thing that you have. You yeah. know, as you say, it, unless unless you're getting paid for it and contractually you need to be wearing this clothes. Yeah, she's really got to love her stuff to think. But you're so th- right that actually a lot of this upcycling should sort of instigate from celebritydom because my most loved items of clothing have maybe been worn a hundred to three hundred times. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've had stuff that I've worn at least once a week for, yeah, like five, six years. Um, maybe not that much. I don't know. But, you know, I mean, like really <laughs> well loved clothing or whatever, yeah. or in its season, it comes out time again mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. But like you said, there are people like with celebrities, they only get seen in a look once and then it just sort of goes into archive or it gets sold um and actually we love a real housewives reference here it's back on the screens it is literally my life um if that was on every day you best believe i would watch that over love island (laughs) sorry do you have hey you yeah oh i think i need to get it you know yeah i i basically have every streaming service because it's i'm problematic Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i need to get it so i can binge watch some housewives and also the bachelor is on there and the bachelorette and i just i just love a bit of trash i really really do oh i love a bit of trash yeah um but anyway famously miss erica gerardi erica jane Mm -hmm. um is going through litigation and Mm -hmm. so she currently has loads of clothes but she also kind of most of her assets are frozen and money is frozen and she's arguably pretty poor because her husband was the guy with all the money yeah and because of the court cases she can't sell any of her belongings to release funds and therefore Mm. she can't really be buying into too much new fashion she does make her own money but not on the scale she was before like I think it was a crazy amount that she was spending like 18 grand a month on like her glam squad yeah. all of this stuff and no one not many people have that disposable income so she's now trying to repurpose looks and well, style looks differently and yeah. I think that's really cool I think it shows that someone's got a sense of style if they can wear their wardrobe like I genuinely just don't believe in wardrobe. seasonal fashion mm-hmm like so. in terms of oh my god what that was from 2014 oh god like that's not a thing anymore I think it was yeah. there was a point where that was really important it was definitely but now I think people are like oh my god is that from 2011 like yeah. resort collection you're so lucky to have that yes and I think that's why I think I've spoken about before like I love older rich lady aesthetic you know like the old lady who lives in that penthouse somewhere and she's just surrounded by all her like ornate goodies she wears brooches and scarves Mm. and she has like an insane number of like paintings and pictures on her walls like that sort of like over the top decadence but like that old lady aesthetic I love it for some reason I feel like it's it's That's what you want to be. That is me. <laughs> that is what I'm aspiring towards. Um, I just think it has like an appreciation for things that you've had a long time. Mm. And this like you collect things over the years. And people who have that sort of aesthetic, like you have to be quite clear on what you like and be like, I'm going to wear this till the death of it, you know, or the death of me. And upcycling, I think is a testament towards to those who buy something and still love the pattern still love the print still likes the shape there's something about it that you just don't want to let go of it and so you want to like honor it in a different way 
And so, yeah. Sure. I think that's such actually a really nice way of putting it is that you want to honor it in a different way. Like if it's a pair of jeans where it's like, actually my calves are too tight. It's too tight on my calves now. So I'm mm. going to cut them off or um, they're fraying or they're getting like too ripped at the knees, whatever it might be. So you're just going to cut them off. I just think there are just so many nice ways to repurpose stuff and obviously it doesn't always work especially if it's maybe that your shape's changed because a garment can only be the size that you bought it in yeah but there's definitely creative ways to use things um and also like I bet now on TikTok especially there are people upcycling and repurposing and turning dresses into skirts and Mm -hmm. and like into blouses like whatever there's there's so many options i did see online um some guy in like new york it was kind of like street street west like they bumped into some guy on the street he'd taken what i can only assume was a fake louis vuitton like duffel like big duffel oh my god and he made it into a coat did you see it no it's a scarf no, 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 no. That's something else. Oh, I've seen I know what you're talking about. Yeah. He made it into like a puffer yeah. gilet or a puffer jacket. Yeah, I've seen those. Those are amazing. Those look legit. They look great. They look fantastic. So but he took guy... like a, a duffel, like as in like the bowling bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it still had like the handles on it. So like round the back or around the front, like the handles are still attached. But he kind of... No way! ...and stuff. Yeah, it was, you know... You know those really collectible Hermes bags, but where like Hermes have deconstructed the um, the Birkin, and so it's kind of like it's got like mm. they might add like uh, pockets in a really skew whiff way. I don't know. They, sometimes they release those, and I've seen them around. Um, it kind of reminded me of some like deconstructed bag slash jacket thing. It was a lot of like that, but it was yeah, it was a look. It was really cool. And you know what, actually, we should definitely mention the fact that there are brands like The Restory and other Mm. things like that where I get, yeah, my Instagram's filled with like people maybe who have like a pink satin shoe, but it's so dirty and they just dye it black and or like they repaint it or yeah, they fix the scratches on a bag or like your pen's leaked and they just make it then like the color of the ink there are so many ways to if that's your favorite bag or like oh my god those shoes fit so nicely or they were my comfiest shoes there Mm. is a way around that you can resold for sure resold your shoes like the amount of shoes that I have resold in my time Mm -hmm. um a cobbler is your best friend Mm -hmm. and even actually I need to take my own advice I need to stretch out a certain pair of shoes because they pinch like Mm -hmm. over like the what that bit would be called the main bit of your foot yeah what's it called though it's not the arch but it's the top bit yeah the body of my foot it pinches and so I just need them to stretch my my shoe out a little bit Mm. and then I'd wear them way more yeah I think also the time that we're living in where things get more expensive and you know when I'm on look when I'm on Zara I'm looking at these prices and I'm like Zara are you really trying to sell me this for 50 pounds I know are you oh my god like it's potluck on Zara if a dress is going to be 19.99 or 50 pounds mm-hmm. and like yeah. I couldn't tell you what the difference is it's true <laughs> I they you just have to decide like... something's going to be like the it dress and so it's going to be 49.99 rather I than know. 19 pounds and us muggins we will buy it yeah but i'm refusing because it's way too close to summer sale to be buying anything full price but you know you you go online and these high street fast fashion brands they're getting they're getting more expensive Mm. but you don't want to buy something that's too dirt cheap either there's almost this like because that's like just throwing money away yeah Exactly. You know, the, the quality is going to be shit. You, it's all the fast fashion is just a bit too fast, you know, and you're like, oh, don't really want to buy into that. Mm. But at the same time, you can't 
you can't really reasonably spend £60 on something that's not even premium high street. We're not yeah. talking about spending it like Oliver Bonus or like, you know, something where you feel like, oh, it's Reese or it's Hobbs. Or reminds me of my mum, good old Hobbs. Um, or somewhere where you feel like at least the fabric's going to be decent. Yeah. So you can't see yourself spending that kind of money. Um, so I think a lot of people are going to start thinking like, let me shop my wardrobe, the one I already have, mm. and see if, as you've mentioned, I can make small changes, whether I dye it, whether I cut off the shoulders, whether I let out some of the stitching and make it work once again. Mm. For sure. And also, I just think for sure you should then look in your wardrobe as well. And if you still aren't going to wear something after potentially tweaking it, Mm. it's got to go. Yeah. It's just got to go. Yeah. I know. Like, don't get the rhinestone machine out if you're still never going to wear it. (laughs) Bedazzler. (laughs) That's what I mean, the bedazzler. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of people who are upcycling um, and selling their stuff on eBay and Mm. Etsy and all of those good websites, you know, Depops and Vinted and whatnot. Um, I actually bought this. It's not upcycled, but I have some weddings to go to and I have this blazer, um, this white, like, no, it's like an off-white double-breasted blazer. It's like the blazer you wear when you have to go somewhere kind of nice. Yeah. Um, and I was like, you know me, I love a brooch. It's like, I don't have enough brooches in my life. I'm going to get one. Um, so I got one on uh, Etsy. It's felt. It's handmade. It's like, not felt, sorry. It's wool. And she's made this massive flower out of wool. Now, it's pretty it's pretty big yeah I can imagine you're not you haven't got a dainty flower that's for sure <laughs> it's not dainty you, it you could... are an offspawn of your mum <laughs> I am I know I don't I don't like small things if I'm honest um it could be too big I don't like small things <laughs> um it could be too big it could be it's gonna be massively. oh my god is it obnoxiously big yeah it is it's obnoxious but I'm hoping it's gonna be like fashion darling oh I think so yeah 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 (laughs) that is my hope um the color might be wrong for it as well because it's the flower is white but my blazer is off-white just make the flower a bit dirty (laughs) just touch the flower a bit (laughs) I'm not being funny I spent 30 pound on it so if it's not the right color I'm just gonna get another one yeah I'm gonna get like a fuchsia pink one Mm. um but yeah it's just anyway it reminded me of like the people out there who have some amazing skills um even if you can't upcycle things if someone else is able to upcycle yeah make something live longer Mm. and support them by all means you know what that's such a like there should be somewhere and there probably is but if not trademark a website where you send stuff to where someone can like use that to upcycle it. You get the item back. No, but like you just you'll get if you were gonna give it away to charity shop or whatever, mm. you instead just donate it to a cause that is gonna try and upcycle it for a different purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Or like give it to fashion schools or whatever, or like use it. Trademark. Definitely. Yeah, she come I don't I don't see how I make this. money with that, but mm. yeah. Um those who receive the old stuff, uh, yeah, university they pay, pay like a, bit of it. a subscription yeah. to be on the service. There you go. Wow, I'm a business woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I learned um, a lot from that internship. What can I say? <laughs> oh yeah. That's true. Um, I think also um, kind of my last thought is those luxury fashion brands, which allow you to bring those items back for them to mend, 
and fix really important polish and if it's a leather bag they'll you know clean the leather soften the leather for you all of that is I think a service that people probably don't ask enough for yeah if you're new to luxury fashion you probably don't think oh I bought this like five years ago can I go to the shop and ask them to like if your strap is broken you need a new strap like ask yeah and don't pay for it like go to the shop yeah don't go try and buy one online like ask you bought if you paid a lot of money for a bag and actually at a brand that I worked for, we often used to honor that. If we had a strap in a, in a yeah. color that we could send to somebody, we would. Mm-hmm. Um, and if someone had totally destroyed a bag, like in a freak accident, we'd probably try and replace it. Um, but yeah, if you're like brass is tarnishing or something like that, speak up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Be like, babes, I paid seven grand for this Chanel and it's tarnishing. A hundred percent. Like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. And I think that there's probably a lot of people who are now buying into luxury for the first time, or maybe they don't, they're like the first kind of people in their clique and in their family who are really buying into luxury who don't think about that. Like those stores have... I don't want to say departments, but they have places where they can send your stuff mm. to get fixed and to ha- be mended and to be taken care of. A brand that I used to work for, uh, you could go in store and I mean, like even cute things like get your initials embossed on for free. And yeah. but also to have the leather cleaned, mm. you just go in and they're so willing to do that because they sell the idea of our stuff lasts a really long time when luxury should I think but I think what happens is right like even if I saved up enough money if Mm. I walked into a certain like certain types of stores I would assume they think that I don't belong there and so you kind of have this fear don't you Mm -hmm. of like if I ask for my strap to be replaced like I don't know I think you there's that fear of oh I'm like you know it it was a big deal for me to buy this bag it was a real shame that like this is broken and I think people don't have the confidence in the same way that if someone could nonchalantly buy 10 of them they'd be like what is going like I I 100% if I went into if I bought a dress from Zara at the weekend and then the first time I wore it it like the zip broke and whatever I'd probably go in and be like this dress broke but because Mm. you maybe feel a bit like an imposter Mm. because it's maybe a bit out of your reach I think we're less likely to ask for certain things and I actually think arguably you should ask for that even more because if you've spent your hard-earned money on Mm -hmm. something you should get the best out of that yeah definitely definitely I think shame as you were saying can deter us from asking for those Mm. services that that care aftercare service that you know you deserve um but yeah I guess upcycling can come in many different forms from like ranging from the bare minimum of like maintenance Mm. to like just replacing and restyling to completely making it into something a completely different category so it, like, yeah. it used to be trousers and now it's a a scarf or a crop top or something like that um but yeah so tell us have you recycled anything mm. or like what's your best recycle recycle upcycle Upside. story yeah what's like the biggest transformation you've made mims is from a jacket to a gilet <laughs> jeans to shorts and to be honest That's mine's like, mine's from a t-shirt to a vest so <laughs> oh boy not it's not hard to beat at this point <laughs> <laughs> oh my god listen if you weren't 12 trying to like give yourself holes in your jeans oh my god and like bedazzling your 
Mm. Denim shorts. You didn't have a childhood, mate. Do you remember there was that like craze of like trying to create a vent into making flared trousers? Where you'd put like a triangle of like, I mean, I never did it, but there was a real craze to do that. Oh my God. I never did that, but I could see it. I could see like a bit of tartan fabric. People would literally put like a triangle of like, yeah, like basically free fabric and to make their like flares or their jeans really like bell bottomy. Oh my God. I feel like we sound 102. Oh, I love it though. I know. We're, I we're, we're in our prime. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so our poll for this week is tell us about one of your best upcycling stories. For sure. Um again for tuning in to another episode of style over substance guys don't forget to check out our instagram or spotify to respond to this week's poll bye Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.